the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, fellas, you know I only got so many speeches in a given workup or deployment, but uh, it's like Chief and I said right at the beginning of this platoon. Once we step off on campaign, once this bird's ready and we're downrange, everything back home needs to be in balance. I mean, we're not going to be worth a damn to each other or ourselves if we get over there and something's out of whack. I mean, if things aren't right with the family, things aren't right with the finances or something's off, it's going to put us all out of balance. So we need to have that tight before we launch. If somebody's got an issue, bring it up. Chief can take care of it. I can take care of it. Everybody's got each other's back. Let's make sure we lock that down so when we're ready to roll, all our focus is on the mission. For all those who've been downrange, to us and those like us, damn few. Cheers. 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 Hi everybody, this is Ed Hoffman and welcome to the main event. We're live today from Wholesale Capital in Moreno Valley, so I gotta be very careful what I say. Your direct mortgage lender if we're doing a push-up for charity event benefiting boot campaign. The boot campaign provides direct support for military service members and veterans, including our wounded veterans. And you can learn more about them at bootcampaign.org, and you can sign, or you go to edhoffman.net and sign up to uh, to be a part of this. There's still time to get down there. We're going to actually start doing our event right at the end of the show today. So if you're out there, you're listening, you want to be a part of this, want to come down and do uh, 90 seconds of uh, of push-ups and live 90 seconds in the life of a of our military military uh, 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 so, uh, fighters out there that have uh, fought for our freedom. Then come on down to Wholesale Capital at 23328 Olivewood Plaza in Moreno Valley. We're right between, we're right backed up to the 60 freeway between Heacock and Pigeon Pass exit. So if you want to be a part of it, there's still time to sign up. We'll be starting right at the end of the show, and we'll be doing uh, push-ups for charity. So far, we've raised over $54,000, $54,000 for this great charity. I'm going to bring on somebody that's part of this in just a few minutes. But first, let me introduce myself. My name is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender, located in the city of Marino Valley, also offices in Orange, Downey, Westlake Village, Temecula, and Corona to service all of Southern California for all your real estate financing needs. If you want to get involved in any of the fantastic opportunities that are real estate and you need financing, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll-free, area code 855-640-2020. If you, uh, if you want to get some information and you don't want to talk verbally to me, you can go to edhoffman.net, click on Apply Now, and uh, fill in all the information that you want me to have and uh, let us know what information you want from us to help you with uh, whatever your real estate financing challenge is or your real estate desire for financing. And uh, you'll hear back from me or one of my teammates, Matt Bradbury, Alex Rojas, or Randy Sampius. 
Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Ed Hoffman, and uh, look for our Facebook page, The Main Event 590. Uh, also, if you want to hear any part of this show repeated, you can, uh, you can go to edhoffman.net, click on Listen to the Main Event. You can hear this show and four past shows, or, uh, follow, or get us uh, subscribe for free on iTunes. Go to iTunes on your iPad, your iPhone, your iWatch, your i whatever, your iPod, your computer, and uh, you can subscribe for free and uh, have it download to your uh, device once a week and listen anytime you want. So since we started planning this uh, Push-Ups for Charity event in June, Wholesale Capital has raised more than $54,000. I, I told my generous employees that I'll be matching, that Wholesale Capital will be matching donations by per, uh, their personal donations uh, and so far, so far up to this moment, we're just a little over $20,000 from my employees. In addition to that, another uh, 14000 from those of you listening and some, uh, some businesses. Uh, the money's been pouring in, especially the last few days. I'll give you an idea. I'm going to thank some of the, the businesses that have stepped up. And uh, Superior Concrete, Kelly Dixon, D Dickinson and Brandon Dickinson. Uh, absolute Valuations, uh, Appraiser Bruce Cochran, uh, AM590, The Answer Employee, uh, B Barbie Anderson, North Point Bank, Ed McGrath, um, uh, Salem Radio, Robert Hastings, Hickey Marketing Group, Daniel Hickey, Freedom Mortgage, Citrus Escrow, Lisa LaCroix, Chicago Title, Cindy Monaco, Jan Zapardo from uh, Marino Valley Realty, uh, where's my, and uh, Scott McAfee, Don's Bikes, and Fidelity Title, uh, Robert Hernandez, Winchester Insurance, Susie Lacey, the only the best insurance company out there. Uh, my my public public uh, publicist company, Desmond and Lewis, Maxim Properties, Polly Watts, Cal Platinum Appraisals, Andrew Spencer, uh, San Bernardino County Public Attorney's Office, who we're going to have a guest on here. Is he here already? I hope he is. Uh, we're going to have him on here in a few minutes. Uh, MCT Trading, uh, Tom Farmer, and Pacific Premier Bank, Tom Mendoza, and uh, Chicago Title Company all stepped up for the cause. This is a great cause, and they really service the, uh, the, uh, the veterans out there that come back wounded. That, and we're going to talk a little bit more about, about just the, the extent of the stuff that you don't see on TV that these guys are really servicing. And uh, we'll talk about that in just a couple of minutes. Um, so we've been talking about the boot campaign here with us on the radio, Doc. Uh, here with us on the radio, uh, we've got Mike McFarlane, uh, also known as Doc, who's a uh, hero ambassador for the boot campaign. Let me give you a little little uh, background while he sits down and puts his headphones on. Doc. Mike's been uh, enlisted in the Navy. He was enlisted in the Navy since 2004 as a hospital corpsman, attended field service school in 2005 to serve on the line of medical service to Marines. So far in his military service, Mike has completed two deployments with 1st Battalion, 5th Marines. And I know some of, you, uh, some of us uh, civilians here probably don't, uh, don't understand all this 1st uh, Battalion, 5th Marines, Bravo Company. But if you're a Marine or if you're a, or if you're a serviceman of any kind, I know this stuff, me, uh, you understand this. I just hear the part about uh, how long he spent and what he's doing. In support of, uh, so he was a 5th Marines Bravo Company in support of Operation Iraqi Freedom. One deployment with the 2nd Battalion, 3rd Marines, Fox Company in support of Operation Enduring Freedom. One deployment with 1st Marine Expeditionary Force in support of Operation Enduring Freedom. Michael is now enrolled as Independent Duty Corpsman, one of the most respected Navy enlistment classifications in the medical enlisted community. And uh, Mike McFarland, your friends call you Doc. 
welcome to the show. Thank you. So, uh, so Mike, talk to us about talk to us about uh, anything I left out about your service to our country. I I think you pretty much uh, caught caught pretty much all of it. <laughs> tell us about the tell us about the details. Tell us about the stuff that we don't get to see on TV. Well, uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of aspects um, that I think go unseen. Uh, I know when we had talked before, we had uh, uh, you had asked kind of uh, the living conditions for for some of us when we go out and deploy. Um, you know, it depends on who you go with. You have different situations. Um, a lot of guys get to be on the the bigger main bases, and they have they have quite a few amenities. But you're still out in the middle of nowhere, you know, uh, in the middle of a country surrounded. By people who don't like you very much. Um, my experience with the Marines, uh, the best one that I can relate was uh, uh, with one five. We were kind of all over the place, but with two three, we were uh, we were uh, in Marja, Afghanistan. Uh, which, if you know anything about the operations, Marja was um, it was <laughs> it was a lot of fun, depending on your perspective. Uh, <laughs> it was one of the uh, it was one of the, the the batter places that we had to go through. In, in Afghanistan, and I mean that one for us, we uh, we were essentially uh, we set up some tents uh, in a uh, a mud hut compound, basically in the middle of middle of Marja, and we made it home and and uh, took care of the the area around us. So not quite the air conditioned, uh, soft, uh, select select comfort beds and. And uh, gourmet food that we're used to in America. No, not at all. The uh, the first uh, PB or patrol base that we went to, because uh, we moved a couple of times before we settled there in Marja, uh, it was uh, you know a similar situation, just mud hut kind of deal, and and uh, just uh, me and the guys on on isomats or thin little foam pads on a wood frame that we had built up and. Uh, that was it. That was home. So tell us a little bit about tell us a little bit of what what you can about combat and what you're you're doing out there with the Marines. They're out there fighting. We're out here uh, enjoying our air conditioning and going to the movies and uh, making a good living and helping people buy houses and talk to what were the Marines doing? What what's some of the some of the some of the stuff that you saw that nobody knows about? Well, I mean, I I think a lot of people uh, they they un. They kind of know the aspect of, of what we're trying to do to help over there. Um, what we were doing was called uh, coin ops, and I don't remember what that stands for off the top of my head. But basically, we're, we're going out and we're trying to help uh, the local people get up on their feet so they're not dependent on these uh, on these extremists and these thugs that are coming in and, and using murder and intimidation tactics to uh, to force their their belief and their will on their own people uh, against us. And, I mean, as, as we've seen uh, all over in the news, it's, uh, it's regularly against their own people. So we would go out and, and we would do things. We would go to farmers and we'd give them, uh, we'd give them fee- uh, seeds to be able to plant crops so that they can make money uh, off of crops other than, than the poppy that they, they would have to grow to make heroin to... Uh, finance the you know finance what the the bad guys are doing over there, and uh, you know stuff like that. We do projects. We do um, give them money for projects for for canals so that they could get water to crops so that they could make their own crops or put up bridges uh, so it was easier for them to uh, navigate around to to you know get business done. Uh, we put up a school that was close to the PB for the kids. 
because there was a school to the north of where we were, but the the Taliban weren't letting the kids go to school. So let's talk. Let's talk about you. You got a bunch of guys over there trying to uh, trying to help help the Afghani people uh, build their lives and and not be not be slaves to the Taliban. And you got and but there's fighting going on. Yes, inevitably. And what was your role? So my my role with the Marines. Um, Basically, if, if you get in there and you do your job, you're another Marine until somebody gets hurt. Uh, so we'd go out on patrol, and, uh, you know, uh, the best preventive medicine is, is bullets downrange. So you're another trigger puller until somebody gets hurt. Um, and then, you know, you, you switch hats. and, and Then you, you become a doctor. Yeah, you go do what you're going to do to make sure that that guy can, A, get back on the trigger, and B, of course, get home. And uh, talk to talk to us about now. You can, you came back uh, how long ago? Um, I've been home from my last appointment for about a year. For about a year, and now and you got introduced to the boot campaign. And tell us about what you saw in boot campaign and why you decided to get so involved. Well, uh, so when I came down in, I came back down to Southern California for our second tour down here. Um, I think it was 2011 or 2012, and. Uh, uh, my wife said, you know, there's a, there's this motorcycle ride up in L.A. You should go check it out. And I'm an uh, avid motorcycle rider. Uh, you know, I've had the same bike under me for 14 years. And, you know, sure, we'll go up there and we'll, we'll check it out. And, uh, so I rode up to the uh, the start point up there and, and was hanging out. And uh, it's a ride. It's called the Boot Ride. Uh, and it's uh, put on with the... Uh, some of our celebrity ambassadors for boot campaigns, Sons of Anarchy. Uh, so they would come out and they'd, you know, do their their pictures and their autographs, and then uh, they get on their bikes and they lead the ride. Uh, and we would end the ride down at Happy Endings Bar and Grill in uh, in Hollywood there, and that's where we do the rally. And there'd uh-huh. be, uh, you know, raffles and bands and push-ups, uh, push-ups, <laughs> and uh, all sorts of, you know, all sorts of everything. And of course, the guys. Uh, and gals were were very accommodating to all the fans, and Lord knows if you know anything about Sons of Anarchy, there's a lot of them. Oh yeah, lots of I. My assistant Michelle was getting all giddy that the fact that uh, some of the Sons of Anarchy guys could be here today. Yeah, they uh, they're all busy. They're, they're all, all hard workers. They're busy guys. But so that was my initial exposure, and actually at the start point, um, uh, they needed help with security, so I jumped in there and helped security. Uh, for a while, and then when we wound up at the rally point, uh, they're like, "Hey, you're the you're the guy that helped us out, right?" It was yeah, and so they brought me back, and I kind of got more exposure to what boot campaign actually was. And I think it was probably maybe only a few days later, um, I emailed my friend uh, Brandy, Boot Girl Brandy, and uh, said, "You know what can what can I do to get more involved?" And it just my my boot campaign. Uh, career started with setting up tents down at uh, San Diego Harley-Davidson for uh, uh, Boots on San Diego, I think, in 2012. Well, and what, was, what, is it, what does Boot Campaign do that got you so fired up about being part of their organization? So for me, um, for me in Boot Campaign, I saw uh, an extension of what I already do for the Marines. I saw an opportunity for me to take that... Uh, passion for being doc and and be able to use it on a much bigger stage to help a significantly 
significantly larger platoon, if you will, you know. And uh, their mission statement and what they do and everything uh, and the people I really agree with. And, and, you know, it was something I could get behind and and uh, put a passion that I already had you know, on a bigger scheme to help more people. You know, when I, uh, when I had a chance to meet uh, Joey Jones uh, and talk to the boot campaign people, I was really taken aback by the whole attitude of we're not, you know, they don't want to. I asked him, I asked him when, he, when I had Joey on the radio a couple weeks ago, to talk about some of the, some of the, some of the, the heart heart pulling strings and say you know and Joey said hey that's not what we're about we don't want to be we don't want to display ourselves as victims we want to have we want to have these guys hey you you gave up part of your life you gave up part of your body you gave up part of your brain you you made some you made a, a temporary service and gave up some and you gave up gave some permanent permanent price for that and. But you can get on with your life, and we're going to do what we can to support that. And I would just amazing for the young for the young guys that are involved in this, and the price that they have paid, the the tremendous attitude that they have, and the tremendous attitude that they project. And like we're not victims; we're getting on with our lives. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some of the uh, some of my best friends through uh, well, most of my best friends through through uh boot campaign are, are missing different pieces and uh I, they never cease to amaze me my buddy mark little could probably uh uh dance the shoes off anybody with with their own two legs and that just it's the attitude that a lot of these guys have they're they're so much more alive than most people i know and they're you know they they are very very impassioned uh about about giving back and and uh I mean that's the biggest thing. They they uh, they're one of the things that's been said. You know when the boot campaign says a lot. Uh, when they when they come back, we give back, and then we have guys like Mark and and Joey and myself that then we turn around and help give back as well. Yep, it's uh you know that's that's part of you know Dennis Prager says says the greatest threat to America is us not teaching our kids and our grandkids what it means to be an American. And that's kind of the the platform that I've built my radio show on, and and have transitioned my career is is uh, is America. You know, the I my first introduction to boot campaign a few years ago were some uh, some women at a mortgage conference, and they said, "Hey, America's not at war. America's at the mall. Our military's at war, and people are living their lives, and they don't really see it. They don't think about it. They don't understand why they're free, and." I believe America is going to go down if we don't if we don't keep the conversation over and teach our kids and teach our grandkids and talk about this at the at the Thanksgiving table, dinner table and at dinner every night and talk with your kids and keep the conversation going at work and stop stop being too wussy to uh to uh, I don't want to talk about religion and politics. We need to talk about religion and politics. We need to talk about what America is because we're not going to have America for our for our kids and our grandkids. If we don't, if we don't let let know that hey, they're not free because Barack Obama, they're free because a soldier, a soldier, a serviceman, put his life on the line and 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 paid the ultimate price, gave their lives up for this country. Absolutely. Hey, uh, Mike, we're gonna uh, we're gonna bring you back up when we start the event, and uh, we're gonna bring some more people on. So, Mike, hey, thanks for being a part of Boot Campaign, and thanks for uh, joining us today. And we're gonna we're gonna bring some more people up here, and uh, we will have you talk to the crowd as soon as uh, right before we get started. Perfect. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Doc.
Okay, so uh, I want to I want to recognize some of our uh, some of our uh, contributors here that have uh, that have given up given up a uh, piece of their income to to uh, for our for our military guys at boot campaign is going to help. First, I'm going to start off with uh, wholesale capital employees that were generous, and we raised over twenty some thousand, and boot and uh, wholesale capital matched it. Uh, I'll start with the. Uh, uh, 250 and under uh, Dave and Susan Lane, Linda Shear from our Orange office, Lily Nunez from Marino Valley, Margaret Molina uh, uh, from Marino Valley, Earl McCubre from Orange, Tina Hollerback from Temecula, Randy and Marianne Hartshorn from Orange, Melissa McNeil from Marino Valley, Larry Paul from Orange, Angel Andrade from Marino Valley, uh, Raymond Baez from Orange, Donetta Real from uh, Marino Valley, Rhonda Corgan, Marino Valley, Ulysses Lasea. From Moreno Valley, Steve Canto from Orange, Felicia Peterson uh, from uh, Frontier Communities Mortgage, uh, Sarah Crespo Griffin from Moreno Valley, Gina Evans from Temecula, Mike Whitney, Moreno Valley, Valerie Zamaripa from Moreno Valley, Cecilia Moody from Orange, Tina Rangel from our accounting department in, uh, in Moreno Valley, Rebecca Perez uh, from HR in Moreno Valley, Christine Williams. Uh, our part of our uh, IT and now uh, our uh, operations department, Lee Duran, uh, Marino Valley Loan Officer, Chris Dominguez, Marino Valley Loan Officer, Lena Perungin from uh, Westlake Village Loan Officer, Rick Hernandez, Marino Valley Loan Officer, Donna Brannigan, Marino Valley uh, Secondary Marketing, Michelle Evans, my personal assistant, Jeff and Cindy Gray, our uh, our reverse mortgage uh, 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 our reverse mortgage sales managers. Renee Carney from uh, Secondary Marketing, Helena Vallajos from uh, Pasadena, my son's assistant, uh, Alex Rojas, my, uh, one of my uh, teammates in Moreno Valley, Judy Danko, our head of uh, finance, uh, Shyla Cowie, uh, she's an assistant to her dad who's a loan officer, Amanda Torres, one of our processors, uh, Kevin Holcomb, a loan officer, Christine, Christine Watson here in Moreno Valley, Brian Sapp, loan officer, Moreno Valley, Rob Peters, Moreno Valley, loan officer, and Peggy Bashara. Our HR manager. I'm going to come back with some more of those in a couple of minutes. How much time do I have? Uh, two or three minutes. Um, okay, so let me just let me just. Uh, you know what? I'm going to bring on Jason Liso uh, from uh, the San Bernardino County Public Attorneys Association. Um, they bellied up to the bar to uh, uh, to support us, and uh, we're going to talk to Jason and get get a little information about what the San Bernardino County Public Attorneys Association is, and then we're going to go to a break. After the break, I'm going to play a phenomenal YouTube uh, video that if you haven't seen it, that uh, Alan West, uh, former congressman and colonel, in the Ar Army colonel, uh, uh, Alan West did a phenomenal speech in Times Square this week. I'm going to play that right after the break. But first, let's talk to Jason Lisa. Hi, thanks for having me. Hey, uh, glad to have you. Glad to be here. Hey, tell us about what the San Bernardino County Attorney Public Attorneys Association does. Well, we're an association of attorneys in San Bernardino County. Um, <clears throat> we com we're comprised of child support attorneys, uh, deputy district attorneys, and deputy public defenders. And so, uh, our mission is to uh, do various things: the child support attorneys um, protect the rights of children in the community. Of course, the uh, deputy district attorneys; those are our prosecutors that are uh, seeking justice and uh, trying to. Uh, protect the rights of victims, mm -hmm. and then we have uh, the public defenders who, uh, you know, um, ensure that uh, those accused of crimes are uh, given their day in court uh, fairly and uh, consistent with the principles of our constitution. So, so you guys are out there chasing after our uh, our deadbeat uh, ex spouses that aren't paying child support. <laughs> I guess that's one way of okay. Because uh, I have I have one of those. 
I have I have one of those. So uh, uh, you know, I'm 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 all behind what you guys are doing. But you've been chasing her for a long time, and she hasn't paid anything. So. Well, I guess that's uh, that's something we can we can look into. But that's that's exactly. <laughs> I don't want to put I don't want to put you on the spot here because uh, I'm I'm completely appreciative of what you guys did to support our support our uh, fundraiser today. Uh, what do you want people to know about the San Bernardino County Public Attorneys Association? Well, I, I mean we we're out there working hard. I mean we're we're public servants, and uh, that's why this event caught our attention because as public servants, we know what uh, goes into you know doing that what and the sacrifices that go into that. Um, but nobody sacrifices more than our men and women in uniform. And if uh, we can do a little something to give back to them um, in appreciation for what they do, I think that's a good thing. And that's Absolutely. You know, today is all about our veterans and all about uh, giving back, giving back. You know, uh, I've been, me and my wife have been blessed with uh, we're doing very well. We've uh, paid a huge price to get to where we are, but we've never had to risk our lives other than maybe sleeping in our car um, or, uh, or, or going without electricity. But, uh, but you know, we appreciate you supporting our, our cause and coming out today, Jason. And uh, just, I, can't say thank you. I can't say thank you enough for helping us say thank you to the veterans. Glad to do it. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks a bunch. Hey, we'll be right back after five minutes and some uh, weather traffic and some uh, commercials with part two of the main event and our YouTube clip from uh, Alan West. Don't miss it. Part two of the main event. My name is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender. If you need mortgage financing, you're not going to hear anything about it on this show, but if you need it, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. You won't get me answering the phone today because we're live at Wholesale Capital, 23328 Allwood Plaza in Reno Valley, doing push-ups for charity. There's still time to come on down. We're going to be doing 90 seconds worth of push-ups each. To show our military guys that we appreciate them and not just say thank you, we're going to show them we're going to live 90 seconds in their, uh, in their, of their life and say, hey, you know what, we don't want to, we, we're, we didn't give this many years, we didn't dodge the bullets like you did, some of us didn't, and we're going to, but we're giving back and we're going to salute them today with our arms and our chest muscles. So if you're, uh, if you're out there listening, we are live, come on down to Wholesale Capital in Moreno Valley and join us. We've got uh, Speedy Dogs out there with uh, some uh, bacon-wrapped hot dogs and some burgers. we got Tony Brewer from Remax doing his popcorn and other kind of snacks. And we've got uh, Kona Ice donating, uh, donating their time out here for uh, Hawaiian Shave Ice. All the money that they're collecting today is all going to the boot campaign, so, so uh, feel free to be generous as you want. Uh, before I bring on the uh, – uh, let me give us some, some more of our donors today. We raised over $54,000, not counting what we're collecting today. I'll let you know next week what our final total is and, of course, how many push-ups everybody did. Uh, but let me talk about some of the rest of my employees that actually were generous. Uh, these are uh, 251 to 500, Norberto Pena, Loan Officer, Marino Valley, Kurt Hendershot, Loan Officer, Marino Valley, uh, Derek and Mrs. Dietzen from uh, Orange, our commercial, commercial division, Nick Pantuso from Westlake Village, uh, Doug and Becky Lynch, our uh, operations manager, and Doug Lynch, the the owner of uh, Concept Marketing, uh, out there who who stepped up to the plate. Randy Sampius, loan officer, part of my team. Roy Lou, loan officer, Marino Valley. Brian Leiterman, our sales manager, Marino Valley. Nancy Vasquez, loan officer in Downey. Daniela Reno, loan officer, Marino Valley. And uh, let me give you our our big uh, our big donors. Uh, 501 to 1,000 bucks. Uh, Tina Sansma, our top uh, commercial loan loan officer in uh, Orange. 
John Torrijos, Lone Officer Marino Valley. Joe Romero, Lone Officer Marino Valley. Christina Esquina, uh, Lone Officer in Temecula. Robert Trowbridge, Lone Officer in Marino Valley. Sam Seps, Lone Officer Marino Valley. Nick Cowan, 10-year ten ten veteran, two tours in Iraq, uh, top producing Lone Officer Marino Valley. John Cowie, Lone Officer Marino Valley. Matt Bradbury, Lone Officer, part of my team here in Marino Valley. And my son, Ryan Hoffman, Marino Valley, all gave uh, generous donations. I'm going to give out a few of the of the other donations here after we play this clip. If you haven't heard this YouTube clip of Alan West, former congressman and Army colonel, uh, who who made this speech in Times Square just a couple of days ago, it is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. If he was running for president, we would elect him today. And this guy, you know, uh, Don and I ran into him in uh, in Florida at the airport at the uh, Delta the Delta Lounge. And you know what? He had a big crowd around him, and I didn't want to say, "Hey, I know who you are," and be be like that. But you know what? I would have been. Uh, I now looking back, I wish I would have had a chance to shake this guy's hand. Let me play this clip. It's about five or six minutes long, but listen to this because this thing will turn, will raise the hair on your arms. I'm not one of these highly educated, easily speaking kind of intellectual guys. I'm a U.S. Army combat paratrooper, and this is what I want to say. This is the simple message that we should be sending to Iran. When Iran stands up and they chant death to America, all we need to say is, you first. What message are we sending? What message are we sending when we sit down at the table with the number one state sponsor of terrorism? What message are we sending when we sit down with a country that is holding four Americans hostage? No different from the last time we had a weakling in the White House when we had 53 Americans being held hostage. What message do we send when we create this false narrative about either we sign this piece of paper that just the same meant nothing to Adolf Hitler, it means nothing to the Ayatollahs, or the only other alternative is to go to war. Well, let me tell you something. The United States of America is about victors. The United States of America is about champions. The United States of America does not surrender to a bunch of black-robed, crazed clerics that want to see us destroyed. What does it say about us? When we sit down and we sign an agreement with a country like Iran so that they can become an economic power, so that in five to eight years, when the U.N. arms embargo is taken away, they can become a military power. And then in 10 to 15 years, they will become a nuclear power. But yet we stand up and say we're going to cut our United States Army by 40,000. We are the smallest Marine Corps since World War I, the smallest Navy since 1917, the smallest and the oldest Air Force since we created the modern Air Force. What message does President Obama send to these people over in Iran is not the message that was sent to Britain 239 years ago at Lexington Green when we fired the shot that was heard around the world. What message does it say to radical Islamic terrorists when we have people that go and kill our unarmed men and women at recruiting stations, at reserve component stations here in the United States of America, and we can't figure out if the kid was depressed, if the kid was on drugs? Well, hell no. He was a daggum terrorist. That's what he was. Now, I got to tell you something. What type of commander-in-chief do you have when Americans have lost their lives on our soil? 
and it's more important to come up here and take in a play than go to Chattanooga, Tennessee and lower the flag half mass over the White House. It's very simple, ladies and gentlemen. Alexander the Great had a fantastic quote, and he said, I would not fear an army of lions if they were led by sheep, but I would fear an army of sheep if they were to be led by a lion. This great nation is a nation of lions that is currently being led by the greatest of sheep that we have ever seen in our 239 years of existence. How dare Barack Obama, how dare John Kerry, how dare Valerie Jarrett, or any of these other charlatans that occupy Washington, D.C., surrender this great constitutional republic to the Republic of Iran. Ladies and gentlemen, it was said in December 1775 by Thomas Paine that these are the times that try men's souls, that the sunshine patriot and the summer soldier will shrink from his duties. But to those who will make a stand, those of you that are here in Times Square, you will deserve the love and admiration of all men and women. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not over. You being here sends a message that the United States of America I don't care who is occupying the White House, we're not surrendering our liberty, our freedom, our way of life. I want President Barack Obama to know one thing. You may say that you have done something that no one else has ever done. You know why no one else has ever done it? Because it's a stupid thing that you just did. And if people are upset because of what I'm saying, I really don't care. Because I had a father that stood in World War II. I had an older brother that stood and was wounded at Quezon. I gave 22 years of my life to make sure that that great beacon of liberty, freedom, and democracy continues to stand. And I have a nephew, I have friends that are still serving on the front lines. And my commitment is to the oath that I took on 31 July 1982 to support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and to bear true faith and allegiance to the same. It's not to anybody's historic event. It's not for anyone to have some special exhibit in their presidential library. It's to make sure that the enemies of America and the enemies of Israel are crushed and brought to their knees. God bless you all. God bless America. God bless Israel. Thank you. That's the way we like to hear people talk. That's the way we like to hear people talk about our country. None of this, uh, oh, let's not single anybody out because we might offend somebody. We want to talk we want to talk about being strong and about being victors and that's America folks and you need to talk to your kids and talk to your friends and talk to your neighbors and your coworkers and stop worrying about starting a fight because this country's worth fighting for. Let me recognize I'm going to bring up some of the veterans that have uh, paid uh, paid with their uh, with their service to our country that work at Wholesale Capital. But first, let me just uh, recognize a few more people that, uh, that donated to our cause today. Uh, Martin Rodriguez, Julianne Farmer, Jim Murphy, Lyle Hunter, David Simpson, one of my neighbors, Billy Bryson, uh, Alexander Rand, Ted Marino, Ryan Macias, Phil and Ethel Rizzo, uh, Dean and Terry Pinnell, Jerry Walker, Roland Wilhelm, Kevin McQuarrie, and uh, also my neighbors and part of uh, the... Uh, Air National Guard at March Air Force Base, Jim and Cherie Blucher. We would thank all you guys for uh, for kicking in and helping uh, helping us say uh, thank you to uh, 
our military guys that have paid for our freedom. I also want to mention that Jason Liso from the San Bernardino County Public Attorneys, I forgot to mention, he is an active duty Air Force guy right now. And, uh, Jason, we thank you for your service. So uh, let me bring up uh, first, I'm going to bring up Randy Sampius, who's part of my team, and uh, have him say a few words uh, about the, the price that he helped pay uh, for, our, uh, for our freedom in the past. Now, Randy is our oldest military guy at the office, as far as I know. Randy Sampius, welcome to the main event. Thank you, Ed. So, uh, Randy, you uh, you actually got uh, personally invited to uh, be a part of our military in uh, the 60s. That's correct. I got a letter from the President of the United States asking me to help defend innocent women and children against hostile aggression. Uh, that means I was drafted. I figured that out. <laughs> Yeah, that was one of the uh, experiences. First, I told them uh, they wanted me to go to Chicago. Sent them a letter, said, nope, can't do it, I'm in California. Two weeks later, they said, how about the Orange Show? Is that close enough? Hopped on a bus, went to L.A., they put you in a line. You could pick uh, red or green. I picked green. That was the Army. Red was the Marines. Did you know that when you did it? Nope. They didn't tell you that. There was no markings, no anything. Just stand straight in the line. And that's what you did from that point on. So you actually, you actually are one of the veterans out here that saw combat in Vietnam. That's correct. What did you do in Vietnam? I was a radio operator for the 52nd Artillery. And I understand that uh, radio operators uh, have a long life expectancy. No, that's not necessarily true. You got the jungle grass. You can't see the troops, but there's that whip antenna standing way up there. And right in front of that, you have an officer. And the uh, life expectancy of a radio operator in Vietnam? About eight minutes. About eight minutes. And uh, uh, glad to know that you made it through. Thank you. Yeah, we were. I was in the Central Highlands, Pleiku in Vietnam. We were about 28 miles outside of Cambodia. Now, Vietnam was not a popular war, so uh, how did you feel about going there? You know, you're proud to be in the military. You're young. I was 19 years old. You're young. You're full of testosterone. And you feel you're doing something right. You're doing something right. And uh, little did you know that the people that were back home protesting or whatnot, they're the ones that did the homework and the research and find out that, you know what, war is big business, and you don't need to be sacrificing our youth to do that. Okay. So uh, tell, us about, uh, tell us about how you feel about this event today. I think it's fantastic. And what, you know what a lot of the people don't know is you mentioned earlier about your personal transition I was one of the few people lucky enough to witness that. You have started this company and have given back so much to our troops, so much to the local community, so much come Thanksgiving, Christmas, various things, that I'm proud to know you. You've done a heck of a job giving back to the community, and I'd like to see the community come out here today and support this event. Absolutely. We're, we are live at Wholesale Capital. Push-ups for charity. If you're, uh, if you're in the area, come on out and say thank you to our veterans and uh, put, your, put your hands and your chest on the ground, and we're going to give you a certificate and uh, help support this, this great uh, organization, the Boot Campaign. And, uh, uh, Randy, uh, tell me, tell me your, uh, your uh, final comments about, uh, about your military service. I'd like to say thank you to the men and women serving in our armed forces today and to the men and women serving as our first responders. That's your police department, fire departments. Thank you for your service, everybody out there. And you, uh, you carry a little, uh, 
lighter with a little saying on it. It's uh, quite meaningful. And the, the guys in the military know that to those that have fought for our freedom, life has a special flavor that the protected will never know. God I, bless America. God bless America. Thanks, Randy, for uh, almost 30 years of, uh, of friendship. Hey, buddy. Hey, we're going to bring on uh, uh, Lee Duran, who is a loan officer in Moreno Valley. And uh, Lee, welcome to the main event. Thank you, Ed. Appreciate it. You know what? I'm really, really excited to be here at this event. So uh, tell, tell us about your, your military service and why you're excited about this event. Okay, first let me say I'm Lee Duran, finance man. I'm a proud loan officer here at Wholesale Capital. I'm also a proud Navy veteran. And more than that, my father served in Vietnam, two Purple Hearts, and we have a plate. Whenever I go home and I, and I see him, he have a, has a purple plate on. And everywhere we go, the people that are proud of our veterans are saluting us as we go by. It's amazing. It's, you know what? It's a, it's a new world that we have here from uh, what they saw in the 70s that we actually, are, we actually thank our military guys because it was kind of disgraceful what was happening in the early 70s when Viet- and the 60s when, when uh, Vietnam. Most, most of our employees don't know that because they weren't born yet, uh, but they see it in the movies. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, when my dad, he served in Vietnam, he tells me some of the stories that happened. And at least now we know and we're proud of our guys from Vietnam. What scares me, I did my time. I'm honorable discharge. I'm real proud of that. The guys that are on the front line right now deserve the most respect in the whole world. There's guys right now in a foxhole wondering if they're going to make it home tonight. Literally wondering if they're going to make it home tonight. And based, and based on what we see going on in Washington, D.C., and the leadership of this country, I think our military is going to have to be uh, uh, protecting us for a lot longer going forward. And they're going to need the support to protect us. We're pulling back from all of that stuff. We're not giving our military people the stuff that they need. I get a little, I get a little amped up when I start talking about this because I have friends that come back right now that are wounded and missing limbs, that, that PTSD is all over the place. These guys have been under fire. There was a band a while back called Huey Lewis and the News who used to say, you've never the same once you've been under fire. I've sent some of my friends off. They come back. They're not the same. These guys deserve the highest respect in the world. And uh, people don't understand some of, the, uh, some of the guys that we have out there. They come back and they seem well-adjusted, but you don't know what they're going through when they're, when they're alone at night and they're sleeping. I know uh, we've got, a, we've got uh, one in particular that's, that didn't show up today because he said, hey, you know what, I look well-adjusted and I can't, I, you know, this stuff messes me up. And he, you know, he's a big supporter financially of this uh, of this organization and our and our thing. But he couldn't be here. I'm not going to mention a name, but you know what? We don't know. These guys, I mean, these guys, no kidding. They're de- they're dealing with a battle that keeps going forward. It keeps going, and they need the support from the people at home. What makes me uh, just drives me crazy is they don't feel always that they're getting the support from our current administration, our politicians, all the people involved that should be 100 percent behind these guys. They don't feel like they're, they're behind them. Yeah, but the guys here at Wholesale Capital today, we're behind it 100%. We've raised over $54,000 already, and we're still collecting donations today. And uh, we're gonna, we, are, we are live out here, so if you're, hearing our, if you're hearing our voice, it is currently 1021. we got nine more minutes of live, and then we're going to be doing some push-ups for charity. Come on down, have some food, enjoy, enjoy this day, and enjoy some, uh, some uh, paying, uh, saying thank you. To our military, Lee, thanks for being part of Wholesale Capital and Appreciate part it. of Thank the boot you, campaign. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Okay, where's my next veteran coming up here? Uh, okay, I'm going to bring up uh, Justin Clark, who's actually my personal secretary's brother-in-law. Just came back from uh, being, uh, what, uh, 10 years of the Marines? 10 years Army medic. 10-year Army medic. And, uh, you know, Justin came back and 
was back here. I said, what are you doing since you've been back? I don't have a job yet. And I said, you know what, be a loan officer. And I uh, actually sponsored him getting uh, getting licensed for uh, for real estate so he could come do it. And just as he passed all his tests, somebody offered him a big job and he didn't start. But I suspect he's going to get tired of doing what he's doing. And uh, he's going to be part of our organization, Justin. Uh, yeah, that's that's for sure. You definitely in my uh, future. Uh, how, how you how you, tell, tell us about uh, how, how you you know why you joined the military? How you feel about this country? Oh, I mean, well, I grew up in in Texas. I was born and raised there, so I mean, right there, Lone Star State. That's kind of uh, as patriotic patriotic as you can get. Absolutely. You know, the Joey Joey Jones from the boot campaign says the the biggest concentration of military guys is Texas and he and I think South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, definitely in the south. Anywhere in the south, you'll find a lot of military members there. Why is it the people in California don't? We have to drill it into them. It's not natural in California. Uh, you know, I, I think it's out here. It seems like it's a lot about. It's all about me, me, me. Um, down south, it's a little bit more about everybody else. It's kind of like, what do you need? You know. Absolutely, and uh, and that's uh, that's kind of what we're turning around today with our uh with our fundraiser for the boot campaign we're we're tired of saying me 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 we're going to give back for the guys that that supported supported our country and laid down their lives and uh and and you know especially the guys that didn't come back and the families that are doing without their loved ones but the guys that came back and the, you know it's a special special thing they come back with did you sustain any injuries uh no not nothing physically no. did you see does is there is there stuff that goes on that you seem like a well-adjusted guy you know you you've met michelle's uh sister and got married and had a kid and got yourself a good job somebody paid for you to get licensed and uh, you seem well-adjusted is there stuff going on that we don't know about uh yeah there's always uh you know and it's it's stuff that you may not even know you know like when you're down there i never knew anything happened to me uh you know emotionally or anything like that but then you know, you come back and you come into the real world and then little signs start popping up here and there. And sometimes you don't know what to do. You don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like a nightmare. And But then it, uh, you know, it, it starts to get worse. I hear stories from uh, some of these guys waking up, grabbing their wives by the hair and their wives, wake up, wake up. Don't realize that what the, what's going on. And luckily they woke up before uh, they before they took the bayonet to their wives. So, uh Hey, uh, Justin, I thank you for your service to our country, and uh, thanks for being part of our family. And uh, hurry up and quit your job and come come be a loan officer here. Will do. Thanks so much, Ed. I appreciate it. Okay, Justin. Okay, so uh, I'm going to bring up uh, where's my other veterans not ready to go on the radio. They're milling around because there's food out there. And, uh, you know, my loan officers are just like uh, just like realtors. You open up a box of donuts, and here they come like ants. And, uh, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, these are guys that these are guys that like to eat. They all learned it from me, even though uh, the, the newer trimmer. Hey, I'm going to bring up uh, Brian Sapp, one of our loan officers here. Super stud here, you know, uh, Brian. Welcome Hello, to the main how event. you doing? Put on some headphones, buddy. Tell us about, tell us about your service in, uh, for our country. Well, it was a really long time ago. I, I served during the 80s, uh, 83 to 89. So uh, in uh, the Navy? In the Navy. In the Navy, were you uh, were you a SEAL or? Nope, electronic warfare technician. Electronic warfare, so you were doing war games. Exactly. I, I started off in deck. I started I, off, so I was uh, I was a, a decade. I saw I saw a movie about that called War Games. It didn't look like it was any fun. No, not when you're doing it in the Persian Gulf. Okay, so uh, so tell us tell us how you feel about this country and why you're supporting this why you're supporting this event. 
It's a great country. It gives, it gives many of us uh, a lot of opportunities that most other people don't have. And if you're ever in the military and go anywhere else, you'll find that out pretty quickly. Very good, very good. Hey, well, uh, Brian, I appreciate you being part of our family. And you know I'm behind you all the way. And I know you're, uh, you're, uh, you're coming through like I knew you would as a successful loan officer. And I thank you for your service to our country. Thank you very much. Got a question for you. Go ahead. How many push-ups are you going to do? Um, more than my son. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, my 30-year-old son uh, challenged me to uh, which Hoffman would do more push-ups. So that'll be the grand finale today to see uh, if, uh, if, the, if the 53, almost 54-year-old dad can, uh, can outdo his, uh, his 30-year-old uh, son with the bigger mouth. Uh, I don't know if, that, if that's true. But uh, now we're going to bring up uh, Robert Trowbridge, another one of our, another one of our vets. Uh, to uh, talk here on the uh, on the main event, Robert, welcome to our show. Thank you very much. Ed. You're a loan officer here at Marino Valley. You've been here what about five years? I'm going on seven. Seven years, man. Time flies when you're having fun. Tell us about your uh, your your service to our country. I was in the Navy four years, uh, eighty-three to eighty-seven. Uh, did a little bit of buds training and uh, buds training, which is a basic underwater demolition specialist. Yes, yes. Did that. For those for those of you. For those of you that haven't read uh, uh, a bad day, you know, what was the what was the Navy SEAL book? It was uh, I can't even think of it now. By the the guy that was in part of the the Bin Laden crew, the first one I read, and or if you read uh, American Sniper, that's the that's the beginning of how you get to be a SEAL. Yep, didn't quite make it that far, but did okay. You know, what? I based on what I've seen, that's no disgrace. Tell us tell us how you feel about this country. Country is awesome. I, I wouldn't live anywhere else. Been uh, three quarters of the way around the world, and uh, this is the best place I could think of to live. I like the way it's 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 handled. Um, I, I think the service is awesome, and I and I love the event. I, I, my my wife bought me a pair of the boots uh, two years ago. Uh, I think it was two Christmases ago, and and I love them. Wear them all the time, and and I love what they do for the vets. Well, uh, we thank you for being part of this. And uh, how many push-ups are you gonna do? Me, I'm gonna do five. Gonna I'm gonna do, do five. five. Yeah, I had four four back surgeries the last couple of years, and uh, I'm gonna get five. Hey, for, hey, for those of you that want that don't want to be embarrassed, just do five. If you don't if you don't want to be embarrassed about how many push-ups you can do. Hey, we're out of time for the main event. Robert, thanks for your service to this country. Thank you, Ed. Thank you for being part of Wholesale Capital. Everybody, call on down to Wholesale Capital push-ups for charity. We're gonna be going for two or three hours doing push-ups. Raffle prizes, food, having a lot of fun and saying thank you to our military. My name's Ed Hoffman. Thanks for listening to the main event, and I'll be back again with you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.